This podcast is made for fun and is not subsidized. Hi everyone, welcome to Arinda Talks Fantasy and Sci-Fi. I'm your host Arinda and today we are talking about World of Warcraft with Sean Weddle. World of Warcraft is a massively multiplayer online role-playing game, released in 2004 by Blizzard Entertainment. Set in the Warcraft fantasy universe, World of Warcraft takes place within the world of Azeroth. In about four years after the event of the previous game in the series Warcraft 3 The Frozen Throne, similar to the other MMO RPGs, the game allows players to create a character avatar and explore an open game world in third or first person view, exploring the landscape, fighting various monsters, completing quests and interact with non-player characters or other players. The game encourages players to work together to complete quests and the enter dungeons and engage in player versus player combat. However, the game can also be played solo without interacting with others. The game primarily focused on character progression in which players earn experience points to level up the character to make them more powerful and buy and sell items using in-game currency to acquire better equipment among other game systems. I am not really into World of Warcraft. I know it's a fantasy game and they made a movie out of it. There's also books and comics but I have never read those. I have seen this movie and since then I'm interested in playing the game just because I like to have a fantasy game I can play. I think the storyline is very interesting and the different characters making it fun as well. I think it will also bring a lot of inspiration for my fantasy writing. Our guest today is Sean Weddle. He has a love for fantasy and sci-fi for years. Space has always been his fascination of him and the unknown intrigues him. Hello Sean, thanks for joining me. How are you doing today? I'm fine, thank you. How about you? Not too bad. Good. So, well, we're going to talk about World of Warcraft. And to be honest, I'm not really into World of Warcraft. I only saw the movie and I know it is a game. So, can you tell me what World of Warcraft is? So, World of Warcraft is a massive multiplayer online game. It has been around for many, many years. Uh, Personally, I've been playing it for about 14 years now wow. I started with I, I started with its first expansion uh, the burning crusade um, so I've been playing it for a very long time I've been following Warcraft itself and all the lore since way back when when it was a real-time strategy game uh, the original being orcs versus humans is that like uh, in a board game or a video game? It was a real-time strategy uh, video game. Okay. 
uh, it started off as an RTS. And uh, for the first few years, it was an RTS. And I believe they made the move to uh, the 3D World uh, Massive Multiplayer Online game uh, about 16, almost 17 years ago. So this one's this game has been around for a very long time to have many many players out there, and um, you did say that you have watched the movie. The movie actually tracks very closely to the early on lore of the game itself. Okay, yeah, because um, I always had an interest in playing World of Warcraft, but I never pushed myself to to do the research for it and well the movie brought that interest back so yeah how how did you get interested in world of warcraft so as far as world of warcraft is concerned um i actually stopped playing warcraft uh during uh, warcraft 3 when it was first released as an rts and I never really picked back up until I want to say my brother actually got me involved. Uh, excuse me. He talked me into it, and I started playing and immediately fell in love with it. Uh, got involved with a few guilds throughout, and just really enjoyed playing it. So that's why I've continued go doing so for the last fourteen years. Okay, and how do I need to see the storyline? Because I know there are different kinds of pieces, and are you playing with one character, or do you have more characters, or...? I actually have many alternates. Um, right now, um, I main as a warlock, a mm -hmm. Void Elf warlock, and um, but when I first started, uh, my original character was a human rogue. So uh, I generally will run as DPS, but I have since uh, moved to where I can play all three uh, job types, uh, whether it be tank, healing, or damage dealing. Mm -hmm. um, I am a co-guild master and a raid lead for my current guild. I've been raid leading for probably the last six years now. Uh, we raid a couple of nights a week. We don't do anything really hardcore. We just raid to have fun. Uh, we get a little bit of the banter here and there, joke around with each other. It's really kind of a social gathering for us. Okay, yeah, I can relate to that because I play Star Trek Online at the moment, so um, I can relate to that. Um, if I, if you, uh, what would you advise to someone who is like me, a noob in uh, the game of World of Warcraft and what would you be advising of, okay, start with that and continue on? So it really depends on what you feel comfortable with. Uh, some people, they're very comfortable with doing damage and just focusing on that. Some folks are more comfortable with tank, uh, where you're protecting your party, you're absorbing the majority of the damage, allowing your damage dealers to do their job and to pump out as much uh, damage as possible onto your bosses. 
and then you have your support characters, your healer. Um, so it really depends on what you feel most comfortable doing. Um, there is a multitude of classes that you can play uh, from melee damage all the way through range damage. You have your casters. Uh, you have trying to remember right off of the top of my head. Uh, there are multiple different uh, classes that can be tanked. You've got your warriors, your paladin, death knights, druids. Let's see, you got monks and demon you've got your healers which again paladins can be a healer uh they're more focused on uh single and split healing uh meaning two targets uh usually uh, not more than three um you've got your druid healers which are your all-around uh aoe healing they will hit a vast majority of your folks your priest can do a lot of the same depending on what type of priest you run and like I said, it really just depends. Of course, we're talking about Fantasy World. Uh, is there something you really like about it? I really do enjoy it. Um, it's a really good way to kind of jump into a different world entirely. It allows you the freedom to explore. Uh, you can do a lot of different things. You don't have to just fight. Obviously, that's the fast, the easiest way to level and everything like that. Get in with a good guild. Talk to people. Honestly, that's really the reason why a lot of us uh, have continued playing for as long as we have. Is It's the folks that we play with. Yeah, I can rely that. Um, are you going also like in a... Um... That's what I'm thinking now of is uh, like those um, other meetings or conventions, especially only for World of Warcraft players, that you can meet in real life and still play World of Warcraft at the event, for example. So I unfortunately have not had the opportunity to go to BlizzCon myself in person. Um, I have watched it a few times and. It is nice to see a lot of the folks that go out there that support because um, it's really not just about World of Warcraft. You've also got um, the crowd that likes Hearthstone. You've got those folks that do Overwatch, those folks that will play Diablo. All of these are made by Blizzard, and a lot of, a lot of what it was, fans weren't just a fan of the one game. They were a fan of the type of games that Blizzard was bringing out. Me personally, I've played, uh, like I said, I started when it was Orcs versus Humans for Warcraft, and I have played Diablo for well over 20. So there's a lot that I will still do. I will play both of them. Um, my main focus has always been World of Warcraft for the last, like I said, 14 years, and I will continue to play it as long as the game stays active. If we're looking at the storyline, is that the same for every uh, species of characters in World of Warcraft? Or is it also different kind of storylines for a species? For So for the different uh, races of the game, uh, you have your two main factions, Alliance and your Horde. 
Um, and each one has its own set of races that you can play. For the most part, the stories are individualized for when you're starting out. Uh, each race has its own starting area, and you have your own story lines that you run through and everything like that. Um, as you got further along in the game, you would have storylines that would merge and then uh, branch from each other. Now, there are slight differences between what the Horde would see versus what the Alliance would see. Um, as of late, since the Shadowlands expansion, the way that the stories are built now, you no longer have to go through everything, the entire story, in order to get to the level cap, the level cap now. Uh, level cap now being 60. You can actually level your character through whichever world you want. Uh, generally speaking, if memory serves right, the start for a new account, you'll go through, you'll start with a, a generalized starting area, and then you'll go through the previous expansion, which was Battle for Azeroth, and that'll get you caught up to the story that we're now going through in Shadowlands. Uh, we we had the 9.1 patch come out uh, probably about a month and a half or so ago, and that added to the original Shadowlands release, and there's still more that can come. You know, we're still learning new things. We're still learning more about the story and how it's going to progress into the next chapter. So, um, do you think World of Warcraft is doable also for uh, starters who never play an RPG game? World of Warcraft is one of those games that you can start up even without a lot of knowledge on how RPGs are played. Um, the leveling system is very simple. The, talents, the talent breakouts, although min-maxing can be done, you're not going to run into a lot of differences in builds. It's going to be more about the gear that you pull up, more about the gear that you get. So the way to level and the ease of it is very simple. And there are a lot of folks out there that are willing to help and answer questions. There's a lot of sites that you can go to to do research on a class if you've never played it before. You can see what kind of build uh, you might enjoy or something that you wanted, you know, something that might be different from what you would see the normal person play. There's a lot of folks out there that will play what is considered meta um, and nothing else. And then you have those of us like myself. I like to play the the off the, the normal beat. I won't always play the meta. Because I like to show that even without the metas, without playing the best of the best, you can still perform at a higher level. So I read that uh, World of Warcraft is also like, uh, you can play it alone, but you also can play it in a team or uh, fight to another person from another part of the world. and. 
like a uh, fight combat and uh, that sort of kind of things. In how much do you do that yourself? So personally, um, I stopped playing player versus player really, uh, I want to say probably about four or five years ago. I, I really kind of stopped getting into player versus player. Uh, nothing bad against that community, but there are a lot of people out there that if you're not playing the meta, uh, they like to trash talk. They like to, they, they will become very toxic. You will get those folks that I have followed in the past that they're actually really good people and they don't do that. They don't believe in that kind of thing and I support that wholeheartedly. Uh, PvP can be very stressful, uh, just like uh, player versus environment. Uh, playing in raids and stuff like that, especially once you start getting out of uh, normal raiding and heroic raiding and start going into the mythic level, it can get really, really tense, and it can become very stressful to play at that kind of a level. I haven't played that kind of level in a very long time myself. It started to become like a second job, and that's not what I want to play a game for. I want to play a game to have fun. Play a game. I want to play the game to enjoy myself and to hang out. Yeah, that's my motto to become too. Another job. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what. Uh... I can relate to that a lot. I, that's my motto as well. So uh, I also always say I play for the fun and meet the people online and all the world and not, like you said, to have it as a job and uh, or you really need to have a job and get paid for it very well for it. But okay. What was for you the interest that's part of World of Warcraft that you made? to say, okay, uh, this new game is coming out and uh, i like to play it or I will give it a try. I always enjoy fantasy games. Um, I play a lot of different types of fantasy games. World of Warcraft was one of those. Um, but because of it being such a, a massive online community, I didn't pick it up until after its first expansion started because I didn't have anybody to play with. I didn't really know anybody. Like I said, my brother is actually the one that got me into it. Uh, he stopped playing uh, when, you know, he started going back to school and everything like that, but I continued on with it and I've continued on ever since. Um, I got it. I got involved with a few groups of people. We started partying up, doing different things together. Uh, invited me into their guild, became part of their community, started doing raids and everything like that with them, and just really learned a lot about the game, how to do different things, how to really play the characters that I was playing at the time. So it all depends on your own personal experience. It depends on the type of people that you can manage to pull in and to group up with you're going to find there's a lot of folks out there that you know they really enjoy meeting new people and that's one of the things that i did while i played is i started to meet a lot of people i started to talk to them a lot of them lived in my old home 
areas and you know some of them i even uh found out that i went to school with it, it makes the it makes the world seem a lot smaller yeah in comparison so what is the funniest thing you ever have encountered in the game see that's the one thing that we do um is when we raid uh we do broadcast it to our guild and everything like that because we can't obviously take everybody with us but we always 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 guarantee shenanigans and a smile uh in fact the other uh just last week uh we had a person that was lagging a little bit behind us uh we had gotten to a boss fight and Tank wasn't paying attention. He pulled the boss. The guy was trying to run into the room, and right as he got to the platform, just before where the boss uh, the boss platform was, it dropped out from under him, and he fell right through the bottom. We had a nice little chuckle about that. We've had instances where uh, we have literally gotten hit with a mechanic we weren't prepared for or something that was new and you end up flying through the actual game world you end up all the way on the other side of the world so that kind of stuff will take you by surprise and usually gets a good chuckle out of everybody do you encounter many women or girls who play world of warcraft we actually have a few in our guild that are really good players um one of them is actually one of our best healers. Uh, she's absolutely phenomenal in Mythic Plus Dungeons. And I absolutely enjoy running with her in those because they're usually the higher end things. They're a little bit more difficult. But we always try and have a little bit of fun while we're doing it. And we have, like I said, we do have a few in our guild that will come to the higher end content with us and they really do enjoy playing. You know, we try and make our guild to be as much of a family as possible. Is there anything you like to say about World of Warcraft in general? World of Warcraft, honestly, it, it's been a life changer for me. Um, I've met a lot of really good people, people that I consider to be very close friends of mine. Uh, I would open up my home to them uh, if they were in need. Uh, we always reach out to each other. We always talk with each other on a constant basis, constantly in contact with a few of them on my phone. So honestly, World of Warcraft is just a segue into building really good long-lasting friendships if you allow it. Mm -hmm. You know, don't let the game take over. Don't let it ruin something that could turn out to be absolutely amazing i've been playing with the same guys some of the same guys for the last six years straight and some of them are among my closest friends i do think it is uh games like this is bring camping a lot into your life but i also know cases of people that um it's take really... it a little too far yeah <laughs> and that is uh, what I always say, and, and my fiancé used to be one of them. And uh, since we dating, 
um, I pull a lot. I told them, okay, you can choose a life with me or you am back off of the game because the computer is not the most important thing in life. And so through me, he has played a lot less now, but uh, he also brought me back like I always had said I'm not a gamer, but <laughs> yeah, I I hear you. Once thinking. a <laughs> once a gamer, always a gamer. You can never take that out of somebody. It's just whether or not you find something that you enjoy playing. And I've seen a lot of relationships actually blossom because of a game, because it's something that both parties thoroughly enjoyed and they enjoyed doing it together. Yeah, it's. it's... It does, and the only thing is, like I said, you have to uh, keep that in balance because if it's one out of balance, then it's not good for the relationship. Absolutely, but... and that's actually one of the rules our guild has, is real life comes first. If yeah. there is something, If there's something going on in someone's life and it's affecting them or... You know they need to talk or they need to take care of something we do not hold it against them one bit mm-hmm. we let them know, you know we let them know that we're here for them if they need to talk but to always take care of themselves you cannot be useful to a group you cannot play the game properly if you are not taking care of yourself yeah that's true and I think some of the people are really losing it because, uh, for example, I had someone, uh, I have my own fleet on Star Trek Online and that person became, he was 24-7, he was on that uh, Star Trek Online playing it and he became a dad like 18 months ago and he was so messed up so we all say to him, dude, Get off the game. Your child and wife are more important now than the damn game. Right. Uh, yeah, it, it took them really months for uh, to settle down with that because he was so busy always with the game and with his own fleet and with all the uh, yeah fleet thing, if I can say it like that. So it's I know fair... what you're talking about. I do play too. Um, I must say it's very good to hear that the guilt you have is uh, one of the morals is that um, we just play for fun and not for the highest ranking or in the game or whatever. I really, really have to compliment on that because there are people who are not like that. A lot of them, yeah. So um, that is one of the reasons I also started my own fleet because I always had said too, I play the game because I like it. I like the storyline, I like the people on it, but don't come with the crap what you're coming now. So that was one of the reasons I uh, began my own fleet. And uh, But I know exactly what you're talking about. So yeah, I'm... It's really nice to hear that, well, I'm not the only one who thinks like that. <laughs> There's, You'd be surprised. There's actually a lot of folks out there that think that way. And, you know, we try and group together. We try and make sure that we're all, you know, talking with each other and 
you know, being there to support everybody. That's that's what we want to do. You know, we want to support everybody. You know, want to do something? All you gotta do is ask. You know, yeah. we get groups together to do dungeons. We get groups together to do raids every single week. We do it all the time. We have it scheduled on calendars and stuff like that, so we can get people together. Yeah, you know, we just want to have some. We want to have fun, but you know, to do some of the stuff, you have to have so many people. So, what is the difference between the guilds? Well, you've got so as far as the guilds are concerned, you have some small guilds, um, which are usually just like groups of friends, family. Stuff like that where they don't really go outside of that uh, that circle of people. You know, you have your social guilds where people just come in. You know, you get people coming and going all the time. You know, you meet up, you do a few things, try and, ha you know, have a little bit of fun and stuff like that. You've got your guilds that are more like communities, like ours. You know, we have, you know, a lot of different people that come in and play. You know, and we can we'll have anywhere between ten and twenty different folk online at any given point in time that are all just trying to do different things. Um, then you have your your hardcore guild. Your hardcore guilds are those ones that are wanting to be the best. Hardcore player versus player guilds, which they'll do battlegrounds, rated battlegrounds. They'll do arena matches to two versus two, three versus three, stuff like that. Uh, you've got your uh, high-end raiding guilds. Uh, those are the folks that'll run and push into Mythics. And, you know, when you start pushing into stuff like that, you start really, you know, pushing the limit of, is this a game or is this a job? You know, is this something mm. that you truly enjoy? Or is this something that you're doing because you want to be the best and now it's starting to turn into a job? You know, because you're having to do so much. You're having, you know, you have all these requirements that you have to meet and everything like that. And once you start getting into that level of gameplay, it is, like I said before, it gets very stressful. And unfortunately, it can take its toll. A lot of people will quit playing the game entirely because they can't handle that. So that's one of the reasons why you'll get guilds like mine who we're looking more to build a community where we're all there for each other. We're all supportive of each other um, because we don't want to be at that level where it starts turning into a, a job. Some of us work full-time. I, myself, was one of those. Mm. Granted, I'm fortunate enough to work from home, but I still have a full-time job that I have to maintain so that I can support myself. Yeah. So to sit there and play a game for 8 to 10 hours at a time and not enjoy it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So that's one of the reasons why, you know, you have so much disparity between different guilds is because everybody does something different. Yeah. And and so you have to be real careful with what type of guild that you're joining. You know, you ask questions. Me personally, if I make a new character, 
I do my best to make sure that I get that character into uh, the guild that I help run as soon as possible so that I'm not getting uh, people just randomly recruiting me because that a lot of that will happen too is um, folks yeah. will go out and they'll just throw out random invites, but they don't send any messages. You know, they don't uh, talk to you first or anything like that. I do some guild recruiting for our guild as well, but I have it set up to where I send a message at the same time that I'm sending an invite, letting them know, hey, this is who we are. This is what we like to do. If you're interested, come and join us. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm curious at, if you make a new tune or character, do you write down or have it in your head what you are in that character what his background is etc etc uh i do not play on a role-playing server so i do not have anything like that written down um i base my character on uh whatever class i happen to be playing um there's uh for almost all the classes that we have there are three different uh specializations you can have for each class there is one that only has two that's your demon hunter and then there's one that actually has four and that's those are your druids so it really depends on what you want to play how you want to play as to what class will be good for you and you know what kind of uh what kind of a character you're going to play um if we are talking about about the quests. Can you tell me something about that? So there's a lot of different types of quests um, in World of Warcraft, just like there are in almost any other RPG out there. Um, you have your main storyline quest, uh, which will take you through the zone. They'll take you through the story of that expansion that you're playing in, you know, and give you kind of a background on what's going on, what's happening. You have your side quests, which are usually, you know, escort quests, delivery quests, that kind of thing. You're just doing some random uh, small job or something like that for a little bit extra. Uh, you've got dungeon quests, which will take you into a specific dungeon that will require you to be in a group of at least uh, five people. Uh, what do I um, have to think about if you are talking about the dungeons? Because... For dungeons, um, your dungeon group is a five-man group. Uh, you will have one tank, one healer, and three DPS. So, like I said uh, earlier on about, you know, what would be easiest is it all depends on what you want to play. on If you want to be a protector, if you want to be a support or healer, or if you just want to throw out as much damage as you possibly can. You know, but your general group makeup in a five-man dungeon is going to be one tank, one healer, and three damage. I read something about the monsters in it. The mobs in uh, World of Warcraft is what we call the monsters. Is what we call the monsters. They're called mobs. Uh, there's a lot of different types. Uh, you've got your murlocs, which a lot of people will recognize. Uh, they're fishmen, as it were. Uh, you've got bears and wolves and all different types of creatures from all different areas uh, that you'll run into. So it like it really depends on the area that you're in, and there's a lot of areas to explore. 
and if somebody says okay i like to try world of warcraft uh, what is your advice to start with or can you just jump into it make a character and go for it honestly uh with the way that world of warcraft is now uh you can really just pick a a race and a class that suits you and just start and jump in and just really run with it um there's really no you know this is best or that is best for getting through the levels the leveling is actually a lot faster now than it used to be before shadowlands came out our level cap was actually uh level 120 uh, but to level a character, you had to level through a lot of different zones and through the expansions to get to that point. When Shadowlands came out, they cut the level cap in half. And so now the level cap is 60 once again. But you no longer have to level through all of the different expansions. You can actually just uh, level through one expansion and generally get you into the more current content of Shadowlands and then you just push on through until you hit six. Okay. Uh, with, Sh with Shadowlands now, uh, not only do you have the two different factions of Horde and Alliance, but you also have uh, different covenants. And those different covenants allow you to have different uh, extra ability. So there is some research that goes into... Uh, playing your character and finding out what suits you and your character best. Um, there's also uh, your very first time through Shadowlands, you actually get to play with each one of the special abilities before you have to decide on one that you want to commit. Okay. The, you talked about the Alliance and the other side, if I can say it like that. Um, is that a of good face bad so if you know if you know the history of Warcraft um, it's not necessarily good versus bad um, the Alliance and Horde are two separate factions and they generally do not get along very well with each other um, the Horde are, were originally uh, mostly the Orcs that started to take over Azeroth from another planet called Draenor. So there's a lot of, uh, there is combat between the two factions quite frequently. Um, there are servers where you do not have to worry about that unless you decide that you wish to. You can actually activate and deactivate the player versus player combat in world um, is what we call it. Uh, so you don't have to worry about are you going to get attacked by a horde character unless you go to one of their cities. If you go to one of their cities, you automatically get flagged and can be decimated by their forces if there's anybody. So generally speaking, we do try to avoid, if we do not wish to, we do avoid each other's uh, capital cities and their main areas unless there's something that we need in that area. Uh, but generally speaking, we don't go into the cities unless we really want. What is the uh, difference between the factions? The difference between the factions really is the races that you can play. Uh, 
as of a couple of expansions ago, they started releasing kind of hidden races and stuff like that. So there's a lot of uh, different races that you can play. Each faction mm -hmm. has uh, five of the... Well, originally it was only four uh, during Vanilla. Then when Burning Crusade came out, uh, they came out with a fifth race for each faction. Um, but um, as of Battle for Azeroth, the previous expansion, they've added another four uh, extra races to each of the factions, and then you actually have one race that can be either or. It depends on what path you wish to take. Tell me about your, f your own favorite tune or main tune you're playing in World of Warcraft. So my main tune right now, um, actually for the last couple expansions, has been my Warlock. Uh, it is a ranged caster. What I really enjoy about the Warlock, you'll hear a lot of people say Affliction Warlock, Destruction Warlock. Uh, Affliction Warlocks are uh, damage over time based, so you have a lot of dots that you really have to kind of keep an eye on and maintain on your targets. Um, destruction is one of those, uh, you do have one dot that you have to maintain, but they're all about firepower. So launching, you know, large bolts out at your opponents, stuff like that. Um, really pumping up the damage. You can get really good single target damage out of it. If you spec right, you can also do some really good, um, AOE damage. Me personally, the spec that I enjoy the most is the one that's not talked about as much as I think it should be, and that's Demonology. Demonology for Warlocks is one of those specs where it's not just you doing the damage. In fact, the majority of your damage comes from your pet. So you get a summon demon that you get to control on top of your character, uh, as well as your character, um, but the main thing with Demonology is uh, you have a spell that's called Hand of Gul'dan. Um, Hand of Gul'dan, it, uh, you have to kind of build up into it. You get three, ch uh, three charges to your soul charge, and once you drop that on your opponent, it summons three little imps at three charges. You get one imp per charge. Uh, you also have your Dreadstalkers, which... Um, if you talent correctly, can do AOE damage um, and can be very potent. Uh, they can also help to increase the damage that your pets and even yourself to whatever mob that you are fighting. So it really depends. Like I said, um, there's a lot of different ways you can play each character, and it really just depends on what you want to do. I like the pet management because for me, it's a lot of fun. Um, it may not do the high spike damage that people like to see, but it is consistent. Is there something else you'd like to say about World of Warcraft? Honestly, there's really not much else to say unless you really play unless you play the game without giving away too much. Because personally, I don't like spoilers when it comes to games. I like to be surprised. 
<laughs> so I do my best not to uh, not to watch anything on something that's coming out. I like to, yeah, you know, I like to see it as it happens. Um, but I've always enjoyed the storyline. There are books out there of on World of Warcraft that you can read to get a little bit more into the lore of the different characters, some of the main characters that you run into and stuff like that. Really, it's been an enjoyable game for me. And you know, one of the things that I always base on whether or not it's a game I enjoy or not has always been the storyline and the lore that comes behind. Yeah, I like that too. Do you play World of Warcraft online, or do you play it on a console? World of Warcraft cannot be played on console. Okay. Um, unfortunately, it is too complex for the console to be able to handle. Uh, I, I kind of wish this were video and I could share my screen with you, because the there are a multitude of controls that you can have. Um, well, fact, I was looking on I was looking on, on YouTube and I saw some of the uh, videos that they made of all the videos in the game, but it mm -hmm. was very confusing for me because, like I said, I never played it or whatever, and um, yeah, sometimes it was very confusing for me. Yeah, so you'll see that there's a lot of people they use um, one of the things that makes. Uh, World of Warcraft kind of unique for me is the customization of your user interface. Me personally, I have my I have my own user interface. I we do use add-ons to do different things to give us different pieces of information and stuff like that, so we can see what's happening. We can predict what's getting ready to happen, you know, and make the experience a little bit more enjoyable for us, so we know what to watch out for. Um, but the user interface is really the thing that kind of ties everything together. And mm -hmm. there are a lot of different commands. There's a lot of different spells and abilities that you can use. And like for me on my on my desk, I've got a I've got a mouse that has multiple buttons on it. I've got my keyboard. It's got um, macro enabled buttons on it. And then I also have a game pad that I use for the vast majority of the control of my character. It's got 20 plus customizable buttons on. So I can use that game pad to, excuse me, not only move my character, but to also activate a lot of my abilities and stuff like that. So I'm not hunting and seeking for the ability to click on it or anything like that because they're all key bound. So I'm actually able to watch the screen, watch where my character's positioned, see what my group's doing. Uh, when I'm healing, I can just focus on watching the bars and stuff like that to make sure, okay, I need to get a big heal on this person or, you know, I just need to kind of top everybody off, that kind of thing. But I'm not looking at spells constantly. So it can be, it can be a little bit daunting at the, at the onset. Uh, when you first start off, you only have a few abilities, so there's really not a whole lot to worry about. But as you level your character up and you start getting further and further into the game, there becomes more and more for you to sit there and go, okay, I can have this spell, but is this necessary? So then you start rearranging your action bars and stuff like that to suit what your character is going to do. Like my druid, for instance. 
is my healer. I'm not going to have a lot of attack spells on my healer's main bars because I don't need my main focus is to keep everybody alive. You know, just like for if I'm running damage, I'm not going to have a whole lot of healing abilities on my bar um, because I've got a healer with me, so my main focus is damage, and I'll only use the healing abilities as need. So it really, like I said, everything really depends on what you feel comfortable with, what you want to play, you know, how you want to play, that kind of thing. Yeah. I've got, right now I've got six characters at max level. Probably another, I've got another five that are about an expansion behind, and I have I have a character that I have that is specifically for playing in the auction house. You know, putting things up for sale and stuff like that. A place where I can pool my resources. One last question. What is your favorite environment of the game? Like, are you talking visually or are we talking, you know, where I've enjoyed spending time? Um, more in the game of, uh, like, places or starting points before maybe for example like in a a pub where you all guys come and uh, from there is your starting point to go on a quest or whatever that's actually a really hard question to answer because the game itself has evolved so much over time so each expansion has its own areas that we thoroughly enjoy playing in um me personally, because lately my, my main character has been a warlock. Warlocks kind of thrive on uh, the, on death and destruction. Um, their power comes from the souls of those that are vanquished. Mm -hmm. So I've really enjoyed some of the plague-ridden areas. Uh, some of the places that are that most people would consider dark and dismal, I find to be absolutely enjoyable. They actually have a new area out called the Maw, and it's literally uh, it, it's literally positioned just like Limbo would be. These are where souls go that have that have no place in the afterlife, and it's not the most beautiful place. It's a little dark and dismal, but I do enjoy it because it does provide a bit of a well. Um... Thank you, Sean, for being my guest today, and I hope to talk to you again in another episode. Absolutely, anytime. If you like this podcast, you can like and subscribe on all the platforms. You can also follow and comment on Podbean, Spotify and Google Podcast. On social media, the Facebook group, the Discord server and YouTube channel of Orinda Talks Fantasy and Sci-Fi. And on Twitter at OTFASP. Let me know what you think of this episode. In the next episode we will talk about Star Trek Las Vegas. This is a Star Trek convention. I'm Orinda, and thank you for listening to Orinda Talk Fantasy and Sci-Fi. See you next time.